Greetings, friends, and welcome to the Gospel Underground Podcast. This is episode 20, Dad Up. I'm broadcasting live, well, live for me, from the Power of Change headquarters here in Blacksburg, Virginia. I'm on solo duty tonight. It's Saturday night at the end of the Father's Day week, heading into Sunday morning, June 24th. You know, I've had being a dad on my mind a bit this week, and I wanted to give some encouragement and counsel to the brothers out there who are called by the name of dad. Now, some of you are familiar with the phrase that it's it's time to man up. In other words, when things get tough, a man needs to show up uh, to serve and be responsible, right, in whatever battle he's called to. Man it up, man up. I have given the title of today's podcast episode, uh, Dad Up, <laughs> because quite frankly, a man certainly needs to bring his A-game to the world of fathering. But before we get started, I want to thank everyone for listening in uh, wherever you are and whatever day you're listening to this. And I wanted to give a a shout-out and thanks for those who have given us a five-star review on iTunes. I think, uh, if I remember correctly, I looked at it this week, I think we're up to about a million or maybe a dozen five-star reviews now. So thank you. Our dozen friends who click, clickety-click, five-star reviews on iTunes is appreciated. Well, my main topic is Dad Up. I want to talk to the dads, and about the dads a little bit, and maybe to the daughters and sons and moms uh, towards the end. Now, whether or not Father's Day right, gets equal billing to Mother's Day, well, whether it does or not, I, I really am, I have no comment on that today. But I do think that Father's Day can come and go uh, pretty quickly uh, on people's minds. I wanted to give something uh, to Dad to think about. Because here's the thing. Here's what I think dads need most in the world today. It's a simple word. Encouragement. Encouragement. You see, fathering, right, is a call away from selfishness. I'll never forget year after year after year when I've counseled uh, young men getting married. I always tell them in premarital counseling, hey, you know what, brother? When you get married, you actually are going to realize just how selfish you are. And I mean that seriously. You're going to be like, man, I'm I'm a lot more selfish than than I thought I, thought I was. And you, and you think you kind of get a hold of that. Maybe you're married a, a year or two and and maybe a kid comes along and you realize, man, <laughs> a lot more selfish than I thought I was because, you know, other people need you now. Uh, your wife, your children uh, need you. You need to provide, protect, serve, right? Love uh, your kids, teach them all these things that we're responsible for. And in those moments of selfishness, I've always challenged men and I challenge myself and pray to God many times when I'm feeling my own selfishness and pity parties uh, coming in. I, I call myself, oh, God, help me to respond in love. You see, fathering is a call not only away from selfishness. It's a call to serve others. It's a call to live for the good of others. Uh, therefore, it's a call to love people, people very close to you in both proximity, uh, DNA relationship, uh, and they might even look like you. Ultimately, because fathering is a call to love, it is also a call to suffer on behalf of others. So, men, right, we need encouragement. Now, this word encouragement is great, man. Um, in fact, if you look back into the languages, uh, say the, the, the Bible is written in, say the New Testament, there's a Greek word that combines two words, para and klesis or kaleo in a verb form, but called alongside. In other words, we all need people, perhaps God himself, called alongside us, 
to encourage us in all manner of life. And certainly, I think fathers need encouragement today. We know in our world there are many times when males, and by this I don't mean men, I mean males, create children. But, you know, they're not signing up for the fathering for whatever reason. And there's a plethora of reasons. Uh, Maybe guys work too much. They travel too much. Maybe they just don't want to be around. Maybe they just wanted a baby's mama. Maybe they wanted uh, kids but didn't realize all it entails it would require of them. And so uh, men for work, men for money, men for selfishness, men for whatever reason, many times will dip on fathering. Tap out, man. I'm not doing it. Um, I think many of those males need other men to encourage them because the world doesn't always value dad. Um, And I want to say tonight here on the Gospel Underground, uh, we value dads. And if you want to think about making a difference in the world, hey man, dad up, be a dad. I always revisit the statistics on fatherhood from time to time. And there's a wonderful nonprofit uh, that's uh, funded by various means called the National Fatherhood Initiative. And they have... uh, what they call their fatherhood facts, their father facts, their data and statistics that they keep up to date. And so you want to hear how dad makes a difference. Listen to this. <laughs> Those without a dad around, right? Four times greater risk of poverty, seven times, seven X, more likely to become pregnant as a teen, more likely to have behavioral problems, more likely to face abuse and neglect, right? Uh, One of the reasons why uh, men can many times be abusive to their children, and specifically if those children uh, children in a home are not their own. Um, And that happens many times. Two times greater risk of infant mortality. mortality. Uh, More likely to go to prison. More likely to abuse drugs. More likely to be obese, commit crime, drop out of high school when dad is not around. Now, look, friends, there are many reasons, right, why many of us didn't have a father around. I mean, man, my dad was in the military, you know, uh, half the year I was on a Navy ship. And so I I understood what it's like to kind of be navigating life a little bit with dad not around. Uh, Some of you have fathers who were incarcerated, had nothing to do with you. Some of you don't know your dads. Uh, Some of your dads were too committed to other things to have any time for you, man. Look, I feel it. I get you. Um, I'm not trying to quote these statistics uh, as some sort of curse upon those who didn't have dad around. What I do want to say is if you have the opportunity to be a dad, you can dad up and make a difference, a huge difference. God intends for you to matter greatly in this world, particularly in the lives of your children. Dad up. What I mean well, the scriptures, now, whether you're a Christian or not a Christian, whether you believe in God or you don't believe in God, I do think some of the things I'm going to share here uh, on this podcast will be helpful to you, uh, just in terms of wisdom for your own fathering. Uh, but there is a particular uh, calling in the Christian and Jewish tradition in the Old uh, Hebrew Bible, the Old Testament and the New Testament of, of the scriptures. And so, Uh, These come from what I call the great sixes, Deuteronomy 6, Ephesians 6. Deuteronomy 6 is this wonderful passage where God's people are being called together to God in his covenant, Uh, the relationship he's making with his people and giving them his laws and commandments. This is Deuteronomy 6, 4 through 7. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children. And you used to talk about them when you sit in your house and when you, you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise up. 
So this call of transference and teaching of one generation to the next is built into being a dad. God wants us to teach the things of his word to our kids. And then in the New Testament, in the book of Ephesians, chapter 6, the last chapter of that wonderful book to the uh, churches, right, in Ephesus. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Quote, honor your father and mother. This is the first commandment with a promise that it might go well with you in the land and you may live long in the land. And what that means is this was one of the first of the Ten Commandments, right, that had a promise associated with it. Hey, it's going to go well for you if you honor mom and dad. And then this verse in Ephesians 6, 4, Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger. Some translations would uh, translate that, provoke them to wrath, with the word being used there. But bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. So how do we dad up? How do we dad up? And again, whether you're coming from a faith tradition or not, I think these four things will be helpful to all of us. What do we do to dad up? First, number one, discipline. We need to lovingly help our kids develop to be what? Respectful, helpful, enjoyable creatures. Uh, Our kids need to learn to repent of sin when they mess up, to trust God to change them, to learn to obey and respect authority. You know, bring a kid up in this world who can't follow uh, instructions and doesn't respect anybody. uh, He's going to be unemployed. That's what I'm saying. My kids will now my kids will now openly talk to me about little kids that they notice that are clearly not disciplined. In fact, we've had I can't even count how many whispering conversations where my children come up to me and say, "Father, that kid, ain't nobody ever dealt with him." And I was like, "I know we need to pray for the fathers in that family or the moms and dads so discipline could be in place. Discipline is good, right? It's not pleasant, but it's good for kids to learn to obey, respect authority, to learn to own the, or the responsibility of their own wrongdoing and, and, and see their lives change when they take a different and right path. Discipline is very important. Without discipline, none of, none of these other things can happen because creatures like human beings remain selfish, uh, and it's impossible to teach a selfish 35-year-old anything. All right, number two, instruction. Uh, we're to teach kids as dads. We're to instruct and give teaching to our kids. And this literally is about everything. Teach kids about life, right? Uh, About God, about wisdom, how life works well when under the rule and reign of God, right? Uh, Man, I've so enjoyed over the years. My kids are, uh, Kayla's almost 17, Kai's 14 and a half, Tommy will be 12 real soon. And we've talked about everything in life from uh, their their hearts and forgiving and working out their difficulties with each other as little kids, how to love, uh, you know, talk. I'm talking to Tommy now, how to respect and love women, right, in the world. He's going through his little, what he calls puberty, right? He's asking me to look at stuff, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like high-fiving him and telling him to wear deodorant because he stinks, right? (laughs) Uh, I'm talking to my my oldest about guys and how teenage guys are. Uh, We we are engaging the scriptures together. Recently, we've been uh, hitting in and out of a book book on the book of Proverbs uh, by, by Dr. Tim Keller as a family. Literally, the teaching opportunities as we rise, as we roll along the way, before we go to bed, these opportunities are myriad before us. I have a lot of link in the show notes to some uh, ideas on these fronts. Um, I'll put a few links in there for you guys if you want to look at more. This is just a brief 
Encouragement for dad up. Discipline, instruction, presence. Number three, presence. We have to be there with our kids. You know, um, if we're never with our kids, quality time doesn't feel like it to them. Uh, we need to be around to share our life with them, for them to actually get to know us in our hearts and what makes us tick, what ticks us off. Uh, they need to know us uh, as dads. They they trust us when they know our hearts, when they see us as human beings, when they see us needing forgiveness, when they see us uh, pray in prayer because we don't know what to do about a certain circumstance. They need to be around us when we're reading books, when we're reading scripture, when we're engaging certain things in a certain way thoughtfully in the world. Our presence is a wonderful gift that we can give our kids. This is really modeled after uh, you know, how, how God deals with us. His, his presence throughout the Old and New Testaments was so precious to his people uh, that he would give himself, right, to us. Communion, right, to share with God life in common in fellowship with him. Uh, we have the privilege as fathers to be there for and with our kids. Why? Number four, uh, to love them. You know, discipline's important, but you know, saying no is important, but saying yes a lot is very important. Uh, when we discipline, that we do it with grace. When we teach or give instruction, do it with grace. When we're present, we want to have a gracious presence with our kids. Grace uh, tells a kid, you are accepted. You are fully welcome here. You have a presence in my family. Uh, you belong. Come on up with dad, right? Uh, love is best understood when grace, acceptance, without condition, is, accept, is, is is poured out and lavished upon our kids. Now, I'm not saying we accept everything our kids do or we have to be their buddy uh, or rubber stamp everything in their lives by, by no means. But God's grace to us is his unmerited favor, right? Because he is kind and good and loving to all he has made, because Christ has died the death we deserve, he's taken away the wrath of God from us. He's called us children. He's adopted us because God has done all that, right? We belong. We belong with him. And I do believe our kids need to know they belong to us as their parents, the family, right? The home, we call our, call our family the home team, right? Root, root, root for the home team. Uh, we want to win together, love each other. And you know what? We all have a place in a great big family because we've been accepted by God who chooses to reveal himself to us as a father. Dad up, men. Man, you know what? Being a father's hard. You know, sometimes I'm so tired you know, if you know a man who's really trying to discipline and teach and be present with, provide for his family, to love them, and to give give his best energy uh, to his family, you, if you know a guy like that, he's tired. He pours himself out for others. And what does he need? He needs encouragement. So in conclusion tonight, man, I'm tired. I've been fathering. I just took two of my kids to see my mom, we, we, and I... My my two youngest and I were doing some things to serve my mom. We just, we love to serve. And my mom, hey mom, you're probably listening to, on this, but um, my mom's like, I wish we could have done something fun together. Well, you know what we like to do? We really do like to serve. And so our kids were are learning that with me. But, you know, I'm driving 10 hours over to my mom's place, driving the 10 hours back. I'm, I'm helping my kids see, you know, things about life along the way. I'm trying to maintain my own work. Um, my, my wife and my oldest are on a trip. 
Um, and there's a lot of things to be responsible for. Uh, and you know what? We need encouragement because we're human, right? That's why the Bible says, don't grow weary in well-doing. So, ladies, hello, ladies. I have some new microphones, too. I don't know if you can tell. We've we've got a couple new mics uh, here on the Gospel Underground. Our next one with me and Jesse will both be mic'd up with these new hot daddies. Hello, ladies. Uh, if you're married to a father, if you are no longer with uh, your, your children's father, or if you have a child with a man, <laughs> you need to be encouraging them, especially those who are showing up to, to serve, to, to try. They're going to make a lot of mistakes. But they need your encouragement. I, I said this for years at weddings that you know a, a wife can do more to hurt, tear down, and destroy a man by what she says to him, and she can do more to build him up and breathe life into him than almost anybody else, save God Himself. Um, children, kids, man, you listening out there? You got some parents? Uh, encourage fathers. Uh, tell them you love them. Tell them you're thankful for them. My kids did that for me very kindly on Father's Day with cards, man. Um, my my oldest gave me this card. I won't share on the air what it said. It says, thanks for handling all the, and then a, a little word that, that her mother doesn't like her probably saying. But it had a toilet uh, toilet brush. And uh, she just said, hey, you're handling all the stuff for us. And she thanked me for it. And so it's a, it's a you know, my, my uh, middle one gave me an Iron Man that she drew. It's, it's on point. She drew Iron Man, the face, and put it on a mouse pad for me. How about that? And my son gave me a book on animal farts. Yep, he did. All right. Encourage the men. Tell them you're thankful. Tell them you love them. And help lift up their arms when they're tired. And then, uh, brothers, you know some other dads. Hey, check in on them. See how they're doing. Uh, see what's discouraging them. See what encouragement they need. See if you can help them. All the fathers out there, we don't need to grow weary in doing well. Because by dadding up, being a dad, uh, we have such a great privilege to shape the next generation, change their lives, and ultimately, as a follower of Jesus, I want to be a dad that points my children ultimately to the greatest and loving father there is. I'm going to close with a quick quote from a book I read this years ago. It's a book by Dr. Meg Meeker called Strong Fathers, Strong Daughters. And I'll never forget reading uh, this book when my uh, my oldest two were very young. And they were, I think, at a gymnastics practice. Uh, gymnastics didn't stick. They ended up kicking the balls more than doing the flips. But you know what I'm saying. I, I'll never forget. I was picking them up. And reading, uh, reading this quote as my little girls literally ran by in these little, I don't know what you call them, leotards, tutus, gymnastics outfits. This was in the mid-2000s, but this quote, I'll leave it with you here on this podcast. Most of you out there are good men as well, but you are good men who have been derided by a culture that does not care for you, that in terms of the family has ridiculed your authority, denied your importance, and tried to fill you with confusion about your role. But I can tell you that fathers change lives as my father changed mine. You are natural leaders, and your family looks to you for qualities that only fathers have. You are made a man for a reason, and your daughter is looking to you for the guidance that she cannot get from mom. Dad up, brothers. Reviews on iTunes, five stars. The Gospel Underground is a joint production. 
of Power of Change in the Bonhoeffer House. Send your comments, feedback, and or questions that you might want us to take up here on the underground to info at gospelunderground.org. We would love to take your questions. In fact, our Steph Curry episode came from a feedback email we got from a friend. We are a dialogue taking place in the borderlands between the church and culture, and we hope to see you there. Peace.